Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we uh, have two different musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music is different. This week, we're talking about New Kids on the Block Party. I am Jared. Caleb. This is Tyler. And we uh, are all together in person uh, this week. We won trivia on a music question. Yes, we did. Well, we, we, got did. Se- we did. We did it. Oh, we got second place. I was but say, I feel but like you know we what? won. It, Caleb didn't mention that it was second, so I just decided that this was not... I didn't need Nobody to else it. was there, I we suppose. Just add so victorious. I guess we could have said we won. Right. You. None of you were there. We won in our minds. Anyways, so we, 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 came we, back all, from, we all wore our masks. Yes, and we no, came back from last. That's why we won, because yeah. we were last. We were last, and now we're and now second. We're, and now we each have a $5. Yes. So we're coming in hot, uh, excited on this episode, because it's yep. music-related. Ready, and to, we, ki- ready yes. to kick that block. Tyler said, we have a music podcast when we won. So he, they, he, there was no doubt that we were going to get uh, in good place. So. Now that we're feeling good, we have a, a group to talk about that may, might make us feel bad. Okay. <laughs> it is New Kids on the Block, which is a, uh, a teen pop group. Yes. Later uh, did rap stuff. If that's and, what you want to call it. And also kind of like R&B uh, late into their lives. They really did have quite a few different uh, musical genres that they liked to toy with. Yeah. Yes. None of them necessarily successfully. None of them that, that different I mean, they were successful, but they just weren't very good. I meant like they didn't uh, toy with the the genres no. very successfully. They did. Them. They were a very successful group. They were yes. one of the biggest selling... Uh, 90s uh, artists? Yes. And they... Uh, one of the most lucrative tours they had uh, uh, truth they had a cartoon which was cartoon. crazy they had a toy line i think they had all kinds of stuff lunch going on. boxes probably uh, yeah, yeah all kinds of things yeah. so uh they were uh started by uh, a man named do you remember this man's name i forgot who the man's name oh, man. i know the first Maurice member star i know member yeah. number one Okay, go ahead. Yes. Mr. Wahlberg. Two, Donnie, two members Donnie, were Wahlbergs, yeah. both of them. Yep. Yes. Marky Mark much, had a brief two-monther in there. Much mm-hmm. more well-known for the group Marky Mark and the Funchy, Funky Bunch and nothing else. Yeah. Yes. Not known for any other thing that perhaps the, the Wahlbergs might hey, have Eventually, Did you see even, that there's a Wahlberger that's opening an indie? Oh, oh we better. We, I guess we should go and have a horrible time. I would like to go, that's but also only like have the option safe. of a grilled cheese sandwich, if you ask oh. me. I would, and I will also bring but you... But I'd like it if the grilled cheese wasn't available on the menu when I get there. Oh. I'm going to tell you, um, you, can, you can only order the secret menu that you know, that I'll tell you about when you get to your table, and then I will bring you an entire jug of sauce that shouldn't even reach your table, because it's not in safe conditions, and it somehow is the kitchen staff that you just went and took it from them. And then I'll stick it there, and I'll say, scoop out of this, boys! And... Um, It'll then, be terrible. And that's the right stuff, right? There. The right <laughs> yes. stuff. Uh, also, Marky, Marky Mark, known uh, for one more thing, and that is finally putting on pants. Made me very happy the day he decided to put pants on. Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> so uh, uh, they started out as a group called Nanook. Did you see this? Yes. yes. N-Y-N-U-K. That was the original group's name. And it meant nothing. The, that yeah. word that meant nothing. nothing. And the, the label said, change, maybe not that. Change the name of this. Maybe group not that from one. Nanook. Yeah. So they did to New Kids on the Block, which means a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, yes. Than nothing. 
They are they are children. Yes, they were children at the time. Uh, they were meant to be a, a white counterpart to the R&B group New Edition right. that Maurice Starr also discovered. So he said, hey, I found uh, these black guys that did this. Let's make some white guys do it, too. Sure. It seems like that was really the that'll, common theme of boy bands. That'll like, sell. How can we do the white version of this successful thing mm. and hope that it's just as, if not more so, successful because it is white. The unfortunate thing is that here's what's unfortunate about the whole thing. New whites on the the, block. the white boy version is uh, musically worse, but sells better. Yes, that's yes, true. That is correct. So what? What did you see the video? Uh, uh, white boy summer. Have you seen this? No. Okay, so I'll go over this very quickly. Tom Hanks' son Chet. Yes, has a uh, online presence. I'm aware. He's kind of a dude bro kind of character. And I don't know if this is him or if it's a character he's playing. And I think, I that's, think it's him. That's part of the interest as well. And he posted this, uh, it was like an Instagram video, I think, but it also was on TikTok and, and yeah. YouTube, Twitter and things. And he was like, it's going to be a white boy summer. I, oh, I feel oh. it. Oh, goodness. And then he put out this music video that was white boy summer. And it's awful. And it was like, this is what you were talking he about. He created this music even? Yes. Oh, boy. It's wild. Uh, look him up. Chet, you have both seen it. Chet Hanks. He's the son of Tom now, Hanks. What did we just say about the brothers thing? Don't sully the name of great Thomas Hanks because <laughs> his son, Charles. What, isn't that, what's Chet short for? Chuck is short for Charles. Chet's yeah. short for something. I don't know. Uh, because of the man's boy. Chetterson. His yes. boy ain't got no sense. Yes. That's not his fault. Did you both see it? You've seen it too. I, I saw the White Boy Summer video, yeah. but I didn't listen to the song. I couldn't even find it on YouTube. I don't even know where it was. It, what I saw was I like know. a clip that seemed like it was fake. Anyways, right. back to what we're talking about here. Yes. Uh, they toured, New Kids on the Block toured with uh, the, the singer Tiffany, yes. who is known for the song I Think We're Alone Now, which is a cover. And then later, they went on tour with Tiffany again where it said that, that she opened for them, but they billed it as a co-headlining tour. Mm -hmm. But we know at that time that New Kids were at the pinnacle. Yeah. And Tiffany was on the downturn from the 80s it's of true. pop. Playing at malls, she would do. Yeah. Did you know this? I, uh, that's sad, because it is a good song. I think we're low now, yes. Yeah. Yes, they're, both versions are Yeah, both good. versions Is are. it Tobby James, I believe, that sang the original? I don't remember. I don't recall. I, I think I'm right. I didn't. I mean, I wasn't. There was no contest. I believe it yeah. wasn't. No, I'm just saying. I'm not it's saying fine. you're wrong. No, no, I'm it's saying, a, I, yeah. well. That's good because I had. I didn't have an answer. Correct. <laughs> uh, you know what I know about New Kids on the Block? If I know one thing, it's that they had a lot of hits. They did have a lot of hits. They did have a lot of hits. Yes. Yes. It's uh It's funny because, like, again, they're not like a. I think that really it's kind of a boy band, not exclusive, but certainly a thing where like. The hits exist, but we don't really think about them like later that much. Like hmm. I think new kids from, maybe the... from the eighties to nineties, yeah, or like right, like seventies and eighties. But like we now think more nostalgically about groups like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, like we talked about on Record Roundtable. That's that's just age related too, though. Because yes. again, you know, like Jamie, one of our uh, patrons, definitely mentioned that they like New Kids on the Block because of the age uh, that they were when that was popular. But hmm. at the same time. I don't really think that we reflect on the new kids on the block that much. I just think no, that like no. that these kinds of groups were intentionally hit makers, but were not necessarily uh, something that was created for longevity. Well, the music it's because it's made for like sales now. The moment yeah. it comes out is when it's supposed to be selling. Yes, it's not. I mean, it, it's, it's just not so designed to, to then come back. It's later. dated. Like, and not it's not in the. There are things that are dated and it doesn't make it bad. 
you know, there are things that are of a period that sound like a period that's good music that define the period. This is not like that, though. This is just like, right. it's a, it's an, it is a creation of its time for the sake of selling in that time. Yeah. Right. I mean, I th- like, this is, a, this is obviously not a, a one-to-one thing, but like the way that they perform their hip hop almost reminds me a little bit of like Beastie Boys because of just like the way that it's performed. Mm-hmm. But Beastie Boys do it in a way where like in like modern times I can listen to it and say, I guess that's still an okay song. Like they're yeah. doing something that still has a little bit of a modern, like well, not that's what happens super when... dated feel. Whereas this definitely is just all straight dated. That's mm-hmm. what happens when you were a punk band first, that's and then true. you become a hit, a, a punk hip hop fusion group. Yeah, and how, you don't suck. How come the the Wahlbergs didn't start a punk band? I don't know. Well, um, like a sick Boston be, punk band. I know why. That would be cool. With lots of like Irish overtones. I know exactly why. Flogging awesome. mauling You think style. it would be, but the, you can't because as I, for aforementioned Marky's inability to put pants on. Oh, Gigi yeah. Allen was already in the he midst of that. He could have worn a kilt. Gigi Allen's already doing it. He ain't got pants ever. That's true. Listen, that's true. Uh, yes. Uh, also, New Kids on the Block uh, did uh, an interesting feat. They had three singles on the Billboard Hot 100 chart at the same time Ooh. from three different albums. That's true. Wow. That's pretty weird. That's impressive. That is, yes. Because the and thing is that their first album completely failed. Yes. Uh, and they were going to get dropped from the label, and then they put out their next album, and it became a hit. And so what they did was they were re-releasing the singles from the first album mm. to try and garner more interest, which worked, uh, which doesn't normally work. Now none of those singles were from the Christmas album, is that correct? I think what I what I think that one the, of them was from the what the three I said. Yes. I believe that are yes. Okay. Yeah, because I think that the Christmas one of the songs from the Christmas album was a benefit song for ah. something. Oh yes. And so it sold like we are the world kind of type right. thing. Yeah. So, so that's it would why have been was, an eighty eight and eighty nine and a ninety song. Yeah, so the eighty eight like yeah. being the what Hang was, and Tough album, eighty nine being the Christmas album and step by step oh at ninety. Ninety mm-hmm. of course being when they hit kind of their biggest mm-hmm. um stride popularity wise. Yes. And then, of course, again, just to jump forward slightly ahead on that end, yeah. is that by the time 94 uh, faced the music, yeah. they had lost a lot of their momentum because of what we talked about on the Record Roundtable episode, which is the lip syncing. Yeah, um, uh, I, I read more into that uh, when I was looking into it. It's interesting because it they basically got Millie Vanillied. Uh, somebody Hard. that worked in, on the album came out and said, hey, these guys are lip syncing. And Maurice Starr, the person that produced and found them, was singing the parts on the albums. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then the group went on Arsenio Hall's show, uh, very relevant. And uh, he was very relevant. He was at the time, yeah. He's like the guy you go to. Uh, Fallon would be that now, I guess, unfortunately. Right. (laughs) Why? Uh, The roots never opened on Arsenio Hall, by the way. No, probably not. Why well, he he did have a, a revamped show, he so did, they could have later. It was true. not. It, no, didn't, it was not it very was, good. No, oh, you no. can't. It wasn't. It doesn't. Anyway, so they uh, addressed the rumors, uh, uh, the accusations, I should say, from the person that worked on that album, and uh, basically they were like, "Yeah, sometimes in concerts we do use a backing track, which is like, okay, yeah, duh, of course, like, right? They if any again group, with any group that's like dance, like there's no way that you're." accurately vocalizing all of this without sure. having some kind of well we already know they're it. using something because we know that the instrumentation isn't created live correct so something's yeah. there so as to what vocal portions are or are not on it it's kind of just like 
also it's kind of like who cares? Yeah, I know. It I mean, really is for them. I mean, they're the entertaining part of their concert is like the main singer maybe singing and mm-hmm. everyone doing choreography. So what yeah. do you care? I don't yeah. care if it's lip sync. What do yeah. I care? You would have gone to the concert anyways. The other, right. uh, Maury Star sang backing uh, vocals, but not uh, lead vocals. Right. And the, the person that made the accusation did come out and say, yeah, he was doing back. Anyway, it, it's not, but yeah. it did derail it's un, their it's career. It really huh? did, yes. I, I think there was some like suing going on between the two parties as well. Oh, that's that, great. That had to be settled between the sure. the, 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 the whistleblower. Act, and yes, the, yeah, and mm. the group. Yeah, and so it really hurt the the career. Uh, and then they uh, disbanded. Everybody did their own things. Joey uh, something. I don't remember his name. He did uh, that a couple. Would be uh, Jonathan. Oh no, Joey McIntyre. Yeah, Joey McIntyre. He did a couple solo albums. Had a hit song. Donnie did his thing. Yeah. Uh, they various people got into acting. And then they eventually came back together around 2008. <sighs> I and, find it uh, I find it crazy to think that like the members really stayed uh, like the same. Like you know, yeah. uh, once uh, Mark Wahlberg left in '84, and then they had one guy who was there very very briefly in '85, Jamie Kelly. Everybody else was there throughout. Yes, and then they all came back for the reunion as well. Like they yeah. didn't they didn't have like new new kids. It was all the old kids on the block now. You're right. Do you remember that show on VH1 where they were trying to get bands back to come together? Yes. They did an episode where they were trying to get uh new kids to come back together and uh only like one member said they would and the rest said they wouldn't. Oh and really? And they tried again and the same member that said they would said they wouldn't. And the other members like so it took uh, a little while for them to all decide l- to come together. A little bit together. of bitterness from everybody saying no like and oh, then, come on. And then eventually they did I think it was on CNN or something like that. They made the announcement that they, so were, they were coming back. Huh? That they were coming back. We were so I never liked them proud. so I never cared whether they were there or not. I never yeah. like they were so because it was the late 80s, early 90s. I wasn't even born yet. Right. So I never had any kind of nostalgia. I did own the second uh, Marky Mark album uh, that I had got on But that's that's not CD. even the same thing. I know. Yeah. So but that's, that's the only... Even... like. But that's the only... Um... The closest you could get. Yeah, to yeah. Well, you know, um, not only did we not care. Yeah. So what's it matter if they come back? Sure. Uh, the block sucks. Okay. Do you think it does. That, do you think that the Funky Bunch ever wished that they would have followed the the lead of the other Wahlberg? No. We've got the, well, we've got Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I'm just saying that the Funky Bunch. If you have to attach yourself to a Wahlberg, yeah. Which one will you attach? I don't like Mark personally. Yeah, but he's way but more he's, successful. He's an actor. Yeah. His music is not. I don't think it's amazing, but it's better. Yeah. Uh. The only, this one, Donnie hasn't done anything else, really. No. I, and now he's still... I don't he know, mar- he's married to somebody famous. Yeah, right? but if you recall, the they had that reality show. I don't know if it's still on. Whatever. Okay. Remember the reality show, the Wahlberg reality show? Yes, yes. Where yes. It followed, I never watched it. Yeah. It followed Mark. It's like Mark is like the man who t- manages the family. Yeah. All right? And then the brother's trying to open the restaurant. Yeah. And then Donnie's just like... New kids are getting back together. And they're like, no one cares, yeah, Donnie, Donnie. Why are you? And that's all he is doing the entire time. Donnie Wahlberg was married to Jenny McCarthy. Yes. They're not married Weird. anymore? No, I believe they are. Okay. Yes, they are still married. She's wow. uh, uh, on uh, The Mass Singer, I believe. Mm. Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. My point is The Block, the album The Block. She started her that career as a nude model. Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, no, I thought, I you, I thought you were. Oh, okay. Is so she just... cold? <laughs> well, she was. warm her up. She was nude. <laughs> yeah. Jared. Oh, I forgot that he was in the Saw movies. Yes, that's oh, true. Golly. He was the detective. Yeah, that's... those are good movies. Until uh-huh. he showed up. Until he showed up. <laughs> Get out of here, Donnie. Uh. We're trying to solve a mystery. 
I heard that You're he. Out of your I element. heard that he auditioned for the Nick Lachey character, the Ninety Eight Degrees documentary. <laughs> Did you know that April twenty fourth of nineteen eighty nine, it was announced in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts that that would be New Kids on the Block Day. Great, we're on the cusp. Good. This is the thirteenth. We only have a few days to go until. What did uh, you say? Oh, thank God. April twenty fourth. Uh, the twenty fourth. But th- I don't know if it's every year though. I have That's, to see. That is a Saturday. Ah, well, I don't know if it is every year. Well, Obviously this year it not. is. Everybody get ready. It's a big Saturday coming uh, up. Well, it's let's listen. Yeah. It's the year of the C Lab. Let's get crazy. That's true. Let's make it a national New Kids Day. Mm-hmm. We'll all turn on New Kids, listen to the, uh, halfway the first song, and decide it's not worth an eternal. How life. how much uh, would the somebody have to pay you to get on the New Kids on the Block cruise? Oh, uh, keep in mind the food uh, is paid for and right. the drinks are paid. Like everything's, it's all yeah, inclusive. It's all inclusive. What other activities are there? Is it like a regular cruise? It's yes. just New Kids. Yes, they, um, I'm sure they have performances. Probably, but you don't have to Q&A. go to a. You can just avoid the whole thing, probably. Right. I could just get massages and do weird hot stone stuff or some yeah, garbage yeah. in the spa all day. Yeah. Or just sit at the one part of the deck what if where you look the music over, is the quietest. What if you are on a new kid's cruise? Yeah. You're, you have your head turned one way. Then you're like, they say, turn your neck. We got to do something. You look, you turn your head the other way. And there's a there's a Donnie. All right. So I, you just hit a premise for a movie for me that I'm going <laughs> to pitch to you right now. I am on and I it, anyone any character really, but I'm gonna say it is me because this is how I was. I don't sure. want to be on the new kids cruise. No, I was made to go because uh, I don't know. There's something. There's some reason, whether it be a family thing or yeah. my family loves new kids on the block, and we all live you're, in different parts of the you're country. You're dating a cougar. Ooh, oh, who, and she, is, who, who loves new cougar? kids? Yes. Okay, this is it. I got. I there's a hot mommy, and <laughs> she's my girlfriend. And we, she Weird Al does make a appearance. By new the way. kids. Listen. That's the golden accordion of the entire movie, is new new. But what happens is this: I hate new kids. I'm stuck on the stupid new kid cruise. It's mm-hmm. terrible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they like one third of the way through the movie. This is what's happening. I've been avoiding new kids all cruise, yeah. and then I find myself there. Yeah. And that, and it's but it's more like this: I'm like someone sits down next to me because I'm at the part of the boat that no one's at because it's the furthest away, and new kids are doing some thing somewhere. Yeah. And someone sits down, and they have a calming voice, and they just start speaking and it's Donnie yeah. and I go oh. and he what happens is he through some type of magicality turns me into new kid number one fan oh and now I have to spend the rest of the cruise I'm new kid number one fan uh, and then and my girl my hot mommy girlfriend dumps me because you gotta get it ends a sad or happy oh. and it's already the happiness of me realizing my love for new kids what an interesting movie but, but she dumps me but Donnie says we want you to go on all of our cruises and work what if on you're our a cruise new, what if you're a, a member you're a I'm, new not, member. I'm not a member. You're a new kid on the cruise. Ooh, I'm a new new kids member. But they have to take one of the members of the new kids on the block and throw them off of the boat yeah. so that you can join okay. the group. Well, I can just be the hype man. It won't be Donnie, though, because he's integral to the, the actual story of the movie. All right. So I'm going to say Danny Wood gets thrown Sequel. off. Sequel. Yes. Sequel to the movie. Yeah. I am hype man for new kids on their cruises. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg falls ill and dies. Oh no! And now I am the new Donnie Wahlberg. But uh-huh. I have to convince everyone. I'm the Was only. I'm the only one who knows. I know we know he's been ill. I find him dead in his room. Scurvy. And then, sure, scurvy's fine. Scurvy. I have to. It, it becomes a Should bit. Should have of a, eaten your fruit. It becomes my Donnie. He probably had some kind of uh, issue with eating too many of his burgers. Probably. Uh, it's mildly uh, farcical. It. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah, See, because yeah. it becomes a week. No. It becomes like a weekend at Bernie's, except yeah. that I have to become Donnie. Yeah. So now I'm staying in his oh, room. So you're not like holding up the body of Donnie. No. To I, perform I think with. I'm like staying. I think I dump him. 
Uh-huh. Stay in his room, wear yeah. all of his clothes, yeah, perform yeah. as him. Yeah. And then at the end, we I'm going to figure it out. I think at the end you have to interact with Mark and you have to somehow convince him that you are his brother. Oh, and then he uh, either finds out or doesn't. Yeah. Okay. That's the twist. We have two New Kid Cruise movies, yeah. and I think they're pretty phenomenal. I, there's no doubt the first one would definitely sell, yeah. and the second one would be like, it's funny this time. <laughs> and I think we pretty much have it. Wow. Have we taken this far enough or you want to keep going? Oh, no. This oh. is the end of that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I'm fin. You mean with the new kids? Because that's uh... no. I was saying okay, for fine. your bit, uh, but uh, I it mean, wasn't really. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I'm. I in proposing it as a legitimate film. Okay, uh, here. So I uh, I like that. Uh, so to to go back to their return, uh, one of their first live performances again as a group was for the New Year's. Um, Rock you know, and Eve. Yeah, Dick yeah, Clark. With, uh, Dick Clark, Ryan Seacrest. Yes. Yeah, around that time. Pre or post Dick. Uh, this was uh, 2011, so I'm assuming yeah, it's still, I think he was still, still like a, kind of they're yeah. working together. This, yeah. is, this is probably right around when Dick Clark messed up the count. when he. I was, remember this. It was quite <laughs> a bit. Do, do you remember when <laughs> yes. Dick, yeah. he started counting weird, and it's like, I think Dick Clark might be having a, a, a stroke. Cut his I'm mic. Get sure him out of here. If there's... During that? No, no, I'm just saying in his life. Oh, well, well yeah, okay. I'm sure. The, the, the drama. Sure. But I feel like New Kids on the Block are just so tailor-made for that kind of like artistry. Oh, yeah. Because anybody who plays those uh, New Year's things are just like the exact same people who keep making Christmas albums to keep themselves relevant. True. They only made one. Christmas a la album. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's It's also true. good because you have a captive audience. Those people are here and they're not leaving. Yeah. It's like a cruise. They, they will leave. cheer for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I can't get off the boat. They will cheer for you because they have no choice, really. Yeah. Indeed. I uh, We did, I will say, this is important. There are some very, very fun uh, musical bits of, about them, particularly uh, their album that we discussed uh, when we were listening to uh, boy bands for Record Roundtable. Uh, things on Step by Step are very funny. But uh, we will not repeat them. Go listen to our boy band episode on Record Roundtable to uh, really soak in the fun of uh, some reggae style yeah. music, perhaps it's beachy bud. Yeesh. It's, Yeesh. it's will you will you play a song? Actually, uh, I forgot it. to put it in the playlist, so we didn't listen to it this week. But we will listen to it right now. You see? Oh, great! Uh, it's it's a cover of Step by Step, which I found a few years ago by a group that I like called the Lemonheads, and it's a very good cover. Uh, this was around the time they were more punk than that than alt rock. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I like this cover, and I wish I would have put it in the playlist, but I totally forgot. But then when he brought up Step by Step, I was like, oh yeah, that is New Kids. So here's the cover. Hey girl, in your eye, see a picture of me all the time. Hey girl, when you smile, got to know that you drive me wild. Step by Step, ooh baby, you're always I think regardless of what group would have tried to cover that song, there's yep. just really not a lot of uh, not a lot of room for improvement. No, the I structure of the song just doesn't really allow for a lot of uh, uh, fun changes that could really bring it back from no. That was the ninety Lemonheads EP favorite Spanish dishes. Oh, so it was the same year. Uh, apparently, huh? Oh, interesting. Wow, they got to that cover quick. They yes. said, "You know how yeah. this song's really popular? Right now, we gotta make it right now." Yeah. That's pretty good. On an EP. Smart. Yeah, that, on an EP. That no one ever found. So are we just all in agreement that new kids aren't that great for us? Except for Weird Al. Well, yeah, there, there's the Weird Al. Yeah, the, they, we should do that one, I guess. Yeah, we haven't got it. So uh, they have a song, uh, the new kids do, called The Right Stuff. 
and uh, it's it's kind of we were listening to one of the songs, and uh, last week for boy bands and they did like a Wizard of Oz kind of thing, and this one kind of has a little bit of that with the O O O's a little bit. So, but this is a song by Weird Al. It's a, a parody called The White Stuff and Spell Oreos. Soon I finished off the bag, ate them up real fast. You can see them in my teeth, Ted, when I talk. Had so many in my pancreas, just went in the shock. I love the white stuff, baby. In the middle of an Oreo. I love the white stuff, baby. It's the most delicious thing I know. I just got word that that's the new theme for the Proud Boys. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, no. Great. No. Oh, no. What have they done? Is it really? Hey, no. Hey, guys. First that frog it. cartoon, and now this. Pepe? Here's all I can tell you. Guys, you better stand back. Oh, no. No, no, no. We get it. That's it. Okay. Don't do it. Please don't. Okay. All right. Um, uh, just that if one. you know, you know. Do you think just the Proud Boys one. lick out the middle of the Orient? I don't know. There's those, ass- do you there's those assholes who just bite right in the right right They do that. They, they don't dip I shit. I don't know how to dip it either. It's a sandwich cookie for a no, reason. No, actually, no. I'm sorry. They they definitely would take the top off and lick the white part. And throw the rest of it away. Well, yeah, because they want to make sure they separate the, the whites yeah, from the blacks. See, yes, so, they don't want to. They only eat the white stuff. I will also say, uh, of course, because of the when this was released, yes. this uh, Weird Al song was not on the food album. No. But no. continues his progression of food-related music that yeah. really followed him. Throughout the entirety yeah. of his yes. career, even the song he Fo- loves food. Even the song "Foil" is is kind of uh, food adjacent. Obviously, it's used it, to protect your food. It's very Indeed. food adjacent. He's very focused on the fact that the foil is for the food and not just foil for the sake of foil. Weird Al was one of my favorite record roundtables episodes we did. So, I know. Uh, yep. if you have time in your life. Yes. Uh, listen to that episode because it uh, brings joy to my heart. Agreed. It was it was on the food album though. By the way, it was really. Yep. Food album was ninety three. Yeah, ninety three. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was, okay. Never mind. You thought not it was to, off the off not, the deep end. Not, my bad. Yeah, not to uh, not to do it to you because, but I do know because I own the white album did. and listened to it so many times. I'm like this is definitely on the food the, album. So sorry. Yeah, you said the white album. The yeah, food I, left, album. I let that. Go. Uh, oh my bad. <laughs> like we were talking about the Beatles. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the 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 Weird Al uh, Beatles. Oh, oh my! I would listen to a Weird Al white album. You'd have to have listen. He'd have to finally get permission to do a Beatles song. Hmm. How do? Who has it now? Nat Michael's dead. Does anybody know? I don't know. I don't know, actually. Well, he needs to get on it, I guess. I think it's about Who's dead? Michael Jackson? Yes. Yes. He died a while ago. I know, but why does that have anything to do with Because he owned the... Michael Jackson owned the rights. He only owned some. I think he eventually sold it. Did he he, sell them? He basically flipped it. Yeah. (laughs) Smart. Non-fungible token of... Here would you... Okay, let's do a very quick... uh, If you had Weird Al... Yeah. Re-record the White Album. Who would be the band behind him? His, his wow, own. Whoa! Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, who? It would be Weird Al and others. He could put Paul, Paul. Ooh! Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh. I was thinking Rivers from Weezer. Rivers Kiyomo would, would be interesting. What would he do? He would be guitarist oh, and singer. Oh yeah, I would still. I mean, oh, you, oh. I see what we're saying here. Okay. I feel. I yeah. feel like we're lingering on something that's not that important. Okay, no, awesome. that's true. Speaking of lingering on something, that's it's, that t- it's tan- here's the cranberry. It's Talked tangential. About new kids for too long. Time to talk about some block party, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Right.
So Block Party is a uh, mostly 2000s, I would say, really is when they were the, the height of their relevance. They started in 99, but I don't think people really care too much about anything they've done in the last, like, you know, 10 years or so. Uh, but they were relatively big in their uh, their neck of the woods, I in would the say. UK, yes. They uh, like obvious um, transition over to the states and yes. probably some global um, success, but for the most part, it really was kind of a a lot of hype in the UK. I would say yes. uh, they came up in a good time too, because uh, really their music really suited well to the popularity of like you know the post uh, post grungy or not post grunge uh, the um, post-punk revival garage rock revival kind of sound even though they really were a little bit more in the indie rock even yes. electronic realm yes of music tyler i know that your favorite part of this uh we should get to it right away is uh how how they got a little bit of their uh popularity how did they uh oh my gosh i can't believe this i read this and well, i you said can't believe it damn it why do you have to be so disappointed in the things that bring me joy? What is wrong with you? It's just so weird. Like we just talked about. Why do we you have to be so rude about it? Anytime, it's anytime because we can, they are the greatest. It's just funny that it's like we last week talked about how we hadn't brought it up. In That's so right. Long. And looky here, two and weeks in a row. Here. Two weeks in a row, we get to talk about how Franz Ferdinand yes. is the greatest UK band ever. Okay. Beatles suck. All right. Hold on. Okay, that's not true. But oh, they are so really you good. so you want Weird Al to pair up with Franz Ferdinand? I would for the love world. that. Goodness. I would love it. I would love it. Didn't I would go to an. I'd go to every show of an entire tour of it. That's how much I would Didn't like. Didn't he it. do that in one of the polkas? Did he do that? Uh, the France song. He, probably, oh, take yes. me out. I think he probably would have done. Did. Take I think me he out. did. Take me Good. Out. Keep going. So uh, one, the when the ways that they supposed it, it claims that this is how they got their break. Yeah. Although it's very confusing in terms of the timeline that I read, but it seems to be this was after the release of their debut on this on Steve Aoki's label. Is that correct? I think so. I believe so. Which yes. was. Paired with, um, oh, who was it paired with? A big, a big, uh, a big label, Atlantic. Geez, it was a subsidiary of Atlantic, so it had like some distribution avenues through there. So it was kind of weird. But anywho, at a Franz Ferdinand concert, uh, the the main man, Kayle Okareki, is that uh -huh, is sure. that correct? I, I think so. I think that's right. Kayle Okareki, good enough. Uh, provided lead singer of Franz Ferdinand, Alex Kapranos, with a copy of their debut single, mm -hmm. which was a big song called She's Hearing Voices. And he's like, this is pretty cool. And then uh, it, w it also made its way in that, you know, from that circle, because also at the concert was uh, Steve Lamack of BBC Radio 1. It found its way on the BBC Radio 1, and therefore it's it spread through the UK in that manner. Which Didn't, didn't they, uh, did they open for Franz? Did, did I read that, or am I making that up? Did you see that? Not, it would have been later on, I would say. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if maybe they threw them on there, you know, afterwards. Not directly been... afterwards okay. that I'm aware of, okay. no. It would have been, it would have, it seems a weird band other than their first album to open for Franz. Their first album I find very Franzy mm -hmm. because it's got a lot of the dance mm -hmm. and kind of house um, beat and uh, rhythm section that you see in Franz, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have the same. It actually has a lot of like the indie guitar sounds, uh, musical styling, songwriting, and singing of actually some standard like Brit indie alt groups of the time. I think of Maccabees and Cribs and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's mm -hmm. got the tonality very similar to that stuff. So it's kind of like a mixture. The first album is kind of like a mixture of, and there's some electronical, not a lot, not as much as later on, but still, I think there's some electronical elements that may make its way through. That's kind of, I saw um, post Brit pop as a 
potential genre, which I think is fitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also put Coldplay in there as post-Britpop, which mm-hmm. I guess makes sense. But it just doesn't, like, it's not... The They're ev- not really posting They're still Britpop. It's yeah. also just not the musical evolution, necessarily. Like, the musical evolution of, like, Blur and Oasis and Suede make more sense with a band like Block Party than with a band like uh, Coldplay, if you ask me. Yeah. So that's why I found it fitting. I also found it fitting because it, because one of his, uh, the main dude, Kayleigh's, uh, albums that he said was really big for him was a suede album. Yes, I so, saw that as well. So I kind of I found that to be fitting, and when I was attempting to grasp what where they fit genre wise or sound wise, that that kind of made sense to me. But yeah, friends. I uh, I r- want to get this one really really quick because I, uh, I I found it quite quite great really. Okay. Um, two things uh, about the lead singer, uh, Kayle Oak. Kariki, how do we decide was the the correct pronunciation I, of the name? We should pull up the Nardwar video. He would tell us. He would tell us. So I watched the video of uh, uh, Nardwar interviewing Block Party very early in their careers, and uh, uh, showed he showed them a picture of a person and said, "Do you know who this guy is?" And uh, they said, uh, "No, I don't know who it is." And he said, "This is the leader of the Block Party." And they're like, okay, that's my favorite. Yeah. Like, I didn't yep. like that. Yep. Well, they claim the name is is not. Well, they didn't realize to... they didn't realize all the various meanings in different countries right. of what block party is. Right. right. A block. There's a film uh, from like 2006 in the U.S. Uh, uh, I think Dave Chappelle did something regarding, and it's like a urban neighborhood that would have a block. You know, like right. that. Yeah. They didn't even think about that. Because yeah. they're from the UK, so like the US meaning of that as a block party. I thought like it was park. supposed to be a play on that. The name was a play on that idea of a block party. Oh, well, maybe. But they were unaware of like the block party. The, block- the political. Yes, yeah. and okay. the political aspect of sure. it. Although one member mentioned, and I, they, there was no true uh, like confirming that it was a play on block and party two different like the east and west hmm. forms of political organization hmm. uh and that they just thought it looked cool together and that, yeah and that it yeah, also they just liked the, you know, the, the look of it really they didn't i like the, the meaning i like the soviet idea of it. it makes me feel good so i'm not concerned anywho Nadawa. who are you i'm kelly the guitarist in block party kelly What are you trying to bring back, Kelly of Block Party? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to bring back a sense of uh, romance, romance uh, bravery, sort of decency <laughs> in, in pop music. I think those are very noble things. However, you're wrong. You want to bring back, I know, this is what you want to bring back. You want to bring back the... What, it, what is this and why do you want to bring it back, Kelly of Block Party? This is a case of... Uh... I say we uh, just stick with uh, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, that's much easier anyway. I think that's uh, going to be our best Well, he bet told us what it was. He told us. He said Kelly. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We don't even try the last name. Which oh, no, no. no. Yeah, His name's Kelly, for sure. Yes, yes. he's just Kelly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so two things. Uh, to go back to the, the Brit end, I'll do that one first. Sure. Is that that he uh, had a little bit of a feud with Oasis. Good. Oh, God. As we all should. As Everyone we should, knows. because uh, Liam and Noel decided that they wanted to be uh, buttholes in the uh, late, mid to late 2000s. Yeah. Um, they, uh, Noel dismissed uh, the group as indie shit. Oh, my. Rude. Indie shit. 
and so Kelly, uh, this is a direct quote that I shall uh, read. Uh, I think Oasis are the most overrated and pernicious, 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 pernicious. Thank you. I got it there. Pernicious band of all time. They had a totally negative and dangerous impact upon the state of British music. They have made stupidity hip. They claim to be inspired by the Beatles, but, and this saddens me, they have failed to grasp that the Beatles were about constant change and evolution. Wow. He got them. <laughs> Oasis got are repetitive. Oh, so hard. Repetitive Luddites. Oh, my. Luddites. L- Luddites. Luddites? Yeah, Luddites. I got messed up twice. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. Coming As if we heart. needed another reason to hate Oasis and their stupid, stupid brothers. It seems like they just always hated on things from that time. Yeah. They hate on any, everything. Even, like, they, I mean, Block Party really didn't have any kind of, like, comeuppance at that time. So they're just shooting on a indie group that's not, like, indie rock, but as in, like, a group that is trying to come up in the music industry. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to destroy this band. For and what? how many albums were out of that? No more than two, three? No, no more than like Just, three. like, two, really, yeah. I think. And guess what? The second album is different than the first album. Yeah. Noel. Rude. I yeah. The, I would By 2007, it would have just been the two. The first Silent two, right? Silent Alarm and Weekend in the City. Someone what, just intimacy like, wouldn't even come out yet. I'm, you know what? I hate Noel Gallagher. Yeah. Right. He sucks. You know what he did? He, uh, he was in the crowd uh, for his brother's performance and heckled his own brother. Liam? Yeah. What a that was douche. mean. He was drunk too. I think. Uh, I think it was uh, from an MTV Unplugged or something. Great. I don't remember exactly what it was. Great. I just remember seeing the the picture. The camera just kept panning into the crowd of his own brother heckling him. <laughs> it's like, why are you even allowing him here still? Listen, if Other I ever, if like I ever did a live performance, you would heckle the shit. Oh I mean, no, we both no, know no, it. no! I would. I wouldn't there. even be there. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Uh, so the other one, and this is. Yeah. Uh, you know, usually I wouldn't like even like make it a big deal, uh-huh. but I have to talk about how beautiful this thing is. Uh, so Kelly actually came out as gay, yeah, okay, um, in 2010, but he did it through uh, a uh, gay magazine, yeah, and uh, the magazine is a butt magazine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real it's a real name it's real. of their magazine is Butt Magazine. Oh my Isn't that phenomenal? It just oh, oh man my goodness. He he had an article in Butt Magazine. It's a, you say. It's a, quarter, he did, it's he a was, quarterly magazine founded in two thousand one for gay men. Butt magazine. Butt magazine's phenomenal. I can't get over it. I can't eat when I saw it, I thought the same. I said How could you oh not my talk about goodness. Butt Magazine? Oh man. That's, That's too easy. Oh. Thanks, Butt Magazine, for giving us something to thank talk you. about. Thank you, thank you. Jeez. Later that year, as well, he was named sexiest out gay male artist by the music website LP33. Indeed, mm, they probably said the that. same thing in Butt Magazine. <laughs> I do love that. It's not. It's also stylized with all capitals. It's not just like yeah, no, but, I, it's oh. like Butt Magazine. Oh, it's the butt. It's there. That's yeah. interesting. That's weird. It's phenomenal, really. That's a weird magazine. The editor's name is Gert Jonkers. (laughs) (laughs) And the other editor is Jop Van Benekum. Oh, my goodness. Jonkers. (laughs) Um, To get back to to the musical end of Block Party, Uh, because we haven't spent a lot of time talking about music today, uh, Silent Alarm, their debut album, was quite well hailed. Mm. And it's a good album. Have you guys ever listened to all of Silent Alarm? Yes. You have. I, I, I can't remember because I felt like, Tyler, you had said that you were not necessarily into them prior to us like, even doing this episode. Is that correct? I was not really particularly aware. I knew that, that, that their debut was big critically and that people liked it. 
But then I haven't. They seem like a band that had uh, one big album, and then you don't hear as much about it. Which critically, they've never reached the success that they had with their debut. But. No, and I think that that is also. I mean, this is no surprise, but it's also kind of um, a nature of the time because again, Silent Alarm came out in two thousand five, which right. is when that kind of uh, post punk revival and a uh, dance punk indie rock kind of scene was more popular so by the time 2007 rolled around it was starting to kind of roll away mm-hmm. that was a thing that was right. no longer becoming well they popular. shifted i mean the sound shifts album to album but they also i mean when you so the shift is big after their second album it really becomes more heavily in electronic and the, right. the big All thing about guitar. it yeah but it just lacks something because you lo- like every time i listen to that stuff i'm just am wanting more of the other stuff it's punchy it's the old stuff, you mean? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's got like a really good, like, because of the kind of the, the dance punk yep. elements of it. They yeah. put in a lot more punch to and it. And the guitar tone is just really like, it's it's crisp and clear, so it hits yeah. a little bit more. Well, I mean, one of the big songs off of that album was Helicopter, which was featured in Guitar Hero and other video games, of course. Uh, but that guitar part is pretty, like, it's pretty straightforward. Like, you can really hear it. It's very clear. The guitar portion of that song is exceptionally important. And that's a lot of the album is that it's very based on just kind of the traditional kind of rock instrumentation rather than kind of dipping farther into the kind of the electronics. Yeah. Uh, Jared, you kind of brought in some of the songs that you were uh, aware of from them because we became more aware of them uh, post the uh, 2005 point in period in time. Yeah, I didn't. I never knew any songs from their debut album. Right. Uh, I actually like list, this week listening to a Helicopter. I, it sounded like I'd heard it before, but I really didn't know that well. Uh, the first song I ever heard from them, I believe, is the song The Prayer from their album A Weekend in the City. The follow-up album. Uh, and it would have been on like MTV2 probably around that time. Probably. Uh, 2005, 6-ish. And then uh, the song Mercury uh, from the next album, Intimacy. I knew that song. I remember that album uh, music video as well. And then I kind of like I never really followed their career closely. I just always like a single would come out. I'm like, hey, that's a good single. And then I never really cared that much after that. Uh, and then they had an album uh, called Hymns that came out in 2016. And the single The Love Within, which was a very dance centric song. Uh, I listened to that song a lot. And uh, it's a very good song. And uh, yeah, I kind of I, I know various songs. Another song is uh, uh, what was that? The love with it now. What was that song? I brought it up earlier. I can't remember now. Uh, was it not the love with it? I still remember. Oh I yeah, yeah, that's that, another single that yeah. wasn't on the songs that were uh, on our list of five most yeah. listened to. But there was one of the singles from that time. Well, I believe that I remember. Their, it's their highest U.S. single. I think. Okay. Well, that would be why I would know. Yeah. You know, I yeah. was looking at the charts and like how many. Uh, hit songs they had in the UK uh, and then like most of them just kind of like went to the US rock charts you yeah. know like they were top 20 in the UK charts but only in the top 20 and on the US rock charts which is not very equipped like the equivalency is not really there now well it was a different the scene well it's a different country like they're from the country and so well, it makes sense yeah. that they would be not more only popular well, it's also, that, but their pop music is not necessarily rooted as much in like the you know u.s pop we music know. they yeah. definitely focus a lot more yeah. of their music in that kind of brit pop we never had a brit pop here no we never had a music that was 
get that was rock instrumentals and other you know and other things thrown in and it was the popular music you know mm-hmm. i mean grunge was a was popular music but we also had leftover 80 sounds that were yeah. still popular right. you know so we never had a music like that and where the same, this would fit in in the same way that during this period of time in the u.s we bands like my chemical romance right. taking back sunday afi so on and so forth they were making popular music in that era of time that was rock instrumentation based but it wasn't the pop music you no, know that yeah. was no, no, like no, no. that was more of an offshoot popularity yeah. it was seen mu- it was more seen music right yeah. and You're they right. were honestly kind of lucky to have that success anyway certainly uh-huh. uh, but i mean i'm glad they did because that it's kind of what shaped where we listen to music for myself sure, but. sure. since you mentioned the song mercury yeah. i shall uh we'll play that here in a second but no. uh that song uh, will also bring me back to Oasis very briefly. Oh, no. Uh, so Oasis canceled a headlining set at Rock in Cien Festival, uh-huh. where they were also, Block Party was playing. Okay. And uh, it was announced that they had canceled their performance there during Block Party's set. That Their manager came out and was like, let's, let's do this. Uh, and so uh, Kelly actually uh, uh, jokingly dedicated the song Mercury to the fans in the crowd who were there to see Oasis by saying uh, the song was for those who really, really wanted to see those inbred twins. Nice. He's That's... coming hard for them. I just oh want to let everyone know. I, hard for I them. stand behind it. He's coming, Oasis, hard. He's ready to well, fight them. No what do you expect? Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I just love because they started, they started their stuff in early 2007. This festival was in 2009. So yeah. Kelly's like two years later, he's like, oh, I'm still coming for Oasis. Well, I like how Oasis... This isn't over. Uh, you know, the the Gallagher started it by just being unnecessary. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, I mean, I don't know if there's a back and forth where he said something after that. And he may have just responded and been like, I don't really care about those people. Yeah. But you don't have to, like, continue to do it by being like, you know, in the middle of their set, let's announce it. You know, and all this garbage. You know what I mean? It sounds like, the, listen, the Gallagher suck. Yes, they I, just keep I, wanting to, like, true. ruin everyone's everything. That's true. And they have they're weird looking too. They look like Johnny Marr if he were uglier. Ooh. <laughs> he also had a uh, solo work, which yeah, I it's thought like was four solo albums. Right. I wouldn't have I would have never ever thought to listen to like his solo work. Like I would have never thought like, oh, that guy from Block Party, I should go see if he's got solo work. It wouldn't have like occurred to me, but no. no. Uh another thing that I like about Block Party, which uh I thought I, you were gonna play Mercury. Oh, you're right. Oh, let's yeah. play the song. We were, let's we play the play, song. We play were gonna let's do play that. the song Mercury. His Mercury's in met in retrograde. Definitely way more uh, rooted in electronic music. Yeah, obvious. Yeah. I can like I can see why they weren't as successful here because it's very British. Sure, you know, like I, I don't know. It's it's very British uh, uh, electronic yeah, pop yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, well, there's, there's definitely still rock instrumentation. Like still the there synth, too, but. the synth sounds are uh, different mm-hmm. than the synth sounds we used in pop music. Here. Sure, they're sure. like they're harsher. And kind of, I think they're more interesting. They're more I like mean, almost like I mean, this is a, a big leap, but more like trip hoppy. Kind yes, of that's what I was about to say. Is like than, the, the the which of course is where right the popularity yeah. of Massive Attack and like that that the Bristol scene in the UK clearly is, you know, with it's just not the clean like shimmering, you know, like 
synth sounds we get in pop music here. It just sounds different. So I think that it's like... It's always interesting to see how UK music is influenced by other UK music that we like. It makes so much sense because obviously their music scene is not as um, dense as the US scene. And so when something was really big in that area, it was so big in that area that it continues to follow through. And you can come back and say like, oh yeah, trip hop was really popular in the 90s, which would probably be when they were influenced by music and would have been able to bring some of those things forward in their music. And it's just easier to get like the fact that everything is closer. You know, and that it's like everything is close. If you want to go to Bristol in the 90s, you can just go to Bristol. There are trains, there are ways to get there. Plus, if you're going to be like a big band in the UK and you're going to tr- do like regional tours or like, or, you know, country tours, you're going to go to London. And if you go to London, right. you're going to be seen. And it's going to be, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. It's much easier for music, especially local and regional scenes in the UK, to spread throughout the country and be you know, important. Sure. The other thing I was going to mention, um, that I think is cool. Not many people would probably know about this group. I'm sure. Cause they were never super popular. Uh, but later the bassist of the band Menomina actually joined uh, block party and was playing with them for a while. Tyler, I'm pretty sure that you like Menomina. Don't yeah, you? I like Menomina. Yeah. That would have been the later. I think that only that last album hymns was the only album that the, he was on. I would say you're probably correctly. Probably. Right, they had two yes. new members come in. He, 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 uh, it would have been hymns. Yes, you are correct. It would have been only hymns. Uh, they're still technically active. Yeah. But I, I mean, you know that we haven't heard an album from them for a long time. So. They were working on something and then uh, they uh, weren't able to record because of the pandemic. Yep, last, yeah, they read, were working right? on something last year. I, right. I watched a, a live video of them doing, uh, was it called Parachute, that song we were playing earlier? Uh, no, Helicopter. 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 Uh, that's what you use when you're in a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah get done. Uh, uh, and uh, they did it to get on... Out. They did it on, I think it was Jay Leno, maybe. One of those late night shows during the uh, 2000s. Yeah. And uh, some of the YouTube comments were talking about how diverse and interesting the group looked. Because at that time, they had uh, an Asian member, a black lead singer, and then two, like, emos. Yeah. Like, nice. And, then, and yeah. then they were doing, like, it's indie true. rock. Yeah. It's true. So if you look at, like... That's fun. Now, if you look at the Spotify, it's it's interesting as well, because their backing photo on Spotify is uh, Keely, Kelly. Kelly. Uh, uh, and then there's a woman in the group, a guy uh, with long hair that looks like he... Uh, is a surfer guy probably like a tame impala and type y- yes very similar to tame impala type and then the last guy looks like he's in like a, a contemporary christian group nice no, very, yeah quality stuff there that very interesting christian, very interesting uh, which remind one of the songs we listened to reminded me of a contemporary was christian it the, the song. prayer maybe? It, i don't remember i'd have to you'd have to play the that's a pretty good song he it, does look like he's in a contemporary christian band thank you. i will say this is uh in no way shape or form relevant at all but for whatever reason uh, the chiropractor uh, office that I went to today, yes. uh, they played nothing but just like contemporary Christian music. I was like, interesting. Why wow. here? Why wow. now? To calm you. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Your body is not yours. Kale, did you read about the uh, uh, side project of the bassist of this group named Gordon Mokes, is the name of the bassist from Block Party? Mm-hmm. He formed a group called Young Legionnaire. With uh, Paul Mullen, who is the vocalist guitarist for the group The Automatic, which we know from them being called The Automatic Automatic mm-hmm. back in the mid-2000s, Caleb and I. Yes. Uh, and they had a song called Monster, which is a very good song. Yes. Uh, also in this group is the drummer from the group LaRoe, 
uh, or La Rocks, which sang the song Bulletproof. Remember that? Maybe next time we will be bulletproof. I think so. You know that song? Play the song Bulletproof real quick. It's a good song. It has nothing to do with Block Party, but it's a good song. Wow. Why not? Remember that song? I do not. I don't think I do now either. Oh man, that was a big hit. Uh, too bad. The group uh, uh, Family Force Five covered that song oh, on, great. A, on a Punk Go CD. Yep. I believe. Back to the uh, <laughs> Christian things. That's true. That's true. Listen. Oh, anyways, bad. that was a side project uh, from the bassist. I was unaware that of that one that we listened to. No, no, no. That's that was LaRue. LaRue or LaRue. However you pronounce it's it. It's LaRue. LaRue. It's Rue. Uh, but anyways, the drummer from LaRue and then the guitarist and vocalist from the Automatic, Automatic, also Automatic, uh, and then the bassist from Block Party had a yeah. side project. Pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure if you'd see that or not, if you... Uh, saw the the connection to that group that we remember watching on Fuse back in the day. I do not believe that had so. a good music video. I do not believe. Look I it don't. up. Yeah. So I believe we are at that point in time, and yeah. I will go ahead and start and say uh, a big, uh, super obvious block party is the good band. I will also vote block party. Well, it's a good thing you two did because that's who I'm voting for. Yeah. It's a good thing we all agree that block party on this occasion is. The good band and yeah. Patreon, uh, they were split. Oh my, tied. Hmm, which, wow. which means Block Party still is the the winner. Yeah, they don't change anything. No, no, no vote swung in that direction. I so on this occasion, uh, we're having a party. Yeah. No, no new kids allowed. They, uh, they, nobody know. Like this is one of the groups that we have done uh, that nobody knows. We've done a few artists that people do not know. I wouldn't say Block Party nobody knows. The, I think the, the percent party, of people that know them is way less than anything else we do. Is what I'm certainly, saying. no, no, no. I, I mean, I agree with that, but they're not. I mean, I wouldn't want to diminish the uh, importance of Block Party to some degree. They have pretty big songs in the UK, not here. So, fifteen years ago, we are not a podcast only for America. Well, we're for the world. I'm talking about the any of our UK listeners yeah, out there. Yeah. We know there are many of you. We respect we you that. and we want to I agree appreciate with your music as well. Even in the UK though, what I'm, if you look at if you look at the charts, yeah. they haven't had a hit song in the UK in a long time. Yeah. So, and neither have new kids on the block. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Right. They're and not they, relevant. But if they <laughs> if new kids toured the UK, oh my gosh, they'd go ape. I hope that they uh, would They're be no canceled and Block Party would get. Could to you imagine uh, Gallagher, uh, Noel Gallagher, not Gallagher the comedian, <laughs> uh, watching New Kids and heckling them? Yeah, he would. He definitely throw a couple water. That's what you thought. Him. You thought you wanted to clarify that not Gallagher the comedian because that would not be funnier than Noel Gallagher heckling New Kids I on the Block. I need another hat. <laughs> Where's all the hats at? <laughs> The other day, I showed Gail this video from several years ago, where Gallagher, the comedian who smashes fruit for a living, was That's having all he smashes was having a yard sale uh, of the oh, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was my. a great. It was a long time ago. Oh. He's had so many heart attacks. <laughs> Do you remember that one uh, Gallagher we watched that was kind of naughty? 
We talked about that guy smoking grass and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, watch out! He's got a he's got a bad sign. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. What do you want to close out on? Um, block party. Play Biden. banquet. Banquet. I know that song. I didn't get the banquet. Say it, it is, but I know it. I know it from British television. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the winner of this show. Next week, we're talking about Wham! of God. It was a Patreon pick, and you too can cast your ballot and your vote on uh, who you want us to cover. So join our Patreon if you wish. And uh, we will do the show. So, thank you, and goodbye. That's yes, we are. And make it sound like a lots of people are voting. Okay, people are Wrap voting. It up.